Hey there. Welcome to episode 18 of the Roaring Out podcast. Thanks for joining me. My, I am your host, Michelle. If you've been listening to my podcast for any stretch of time, um, you probably know that while some of my episodes document my journey, some of them are a little more timely, like I did an episode on gratitude around Thanksgiving and on resolutions during um, the new year for 2016 around um, earlier in the month. So this one, in keeping with that, I wanted to keep it timely. So this episode is on how to keep occupied on a snowy day. If you're on the East Coast, or parts of the Northeast Coast, rather, of the United States, you know that Winter Storm Jonas <clears throat> is predicted and you know, most of us will be snowed in. So if you're looking for ideas to keep occupied during this weekend, this particular weekend in 2016, um, or just on other snowy days as well, this is the episode for you. There are four different categories that I have ideas for, and I'll just I'll rip them off in advance. They are probably the most obvious one, Netflix. Uh, second one is books, then art, and then being a kid. So that last one should be a lot of fun. To start off, Netflix. Uh, again, that's probably the most obvious form of entertainment on a snow day. Um, so instead of just saying, hey, watch some Netflix, I also wanted to suggest a few shows. Again, the first two are pro they're pretty popular and if you haven't watched them already, you probably have heard of them. They're both good for a scare, and they are Dexter and Criminal Minds. I loved Dexter because it presented a sort of paradox, because here is this character who is the main character who you follow for all of the seasons, and yet he's a serial killer. And on top of that, you feel for him. You know, you, you even like him. Um, so that goes against our norms, and it was scary, but also from a psychological standpoint, I thought it was really interesting. So uh, that, if you're in for a scare or just for some interesting psychology, I'd recommend Dexter. Criminal Minds, I recommend along the same lines. Um, the main characters are a team of uh, behavioral profilers, so they are not the ones who are committing the crimes, unlike Dexter, but they do help catch criminals like Dexter, um, but, you know, who don't necessarily have as nice motives, perhaps, as Dexter does. So, again, if you're in for a thrill and a scare, I'd recommend Dexter and or Criminal Minds. And I should also mention that links uh, for information on all these shows and all the resources that I'm going to talk about today will be in the show notes. Next one is The 100. This is another popular show. Every time it's on, I my Twitter feed just explodes with <laughs> information and live tweeting on the show. This show I actually like really for its diversity, not only of ethnicity, you know, like literal diversity as an ethnicity, but also just the diversity of motivations and personalities of all of the characters. The 100 is based around um, a sci-fi premise of, you know, the human race 
um, was put in space because the Earth was uninhabitable for a time because of radiation and you know nuclear weapons. <clears throat> now they believe it is habitable, but in order to test that theory, they send down 100 uh, kids, essentially, you know, 17, 18, 19-year-olds, to see if it is habitable. And, of course, you know, they have different adventures, things go wrong. Um, so, again, there's just a huge cast of characters that work very well together. So that's the 100. The next is, I think, interesting, and it's, it's just a fun show. It's called Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries. It is from the BBC, so it's British. And it is a mystery show, kind of like Sherlock, not quite as in-depth as Sherlock. It's a little more fun uh, and fluffy, if you will. But they are murder mysteries set in the 1920s. Now that is just right up my alley. So, you know, that's just a fun one. The next one for Netflix is called How Things Work. And it's just a series of short videos on Netflix that show how things work. As the title would suggest, um, they have everything from like how contact lenses are made to, gosh, I'm blanking on some other ones, but the one that I really remember is how contact lenses are made because they actually chisel them essentially to make sure that they're the proper prescription strength. Now you might be thinking, well, Michelle, what if I don't have power? How can I watch Netflix? Well, you can't. But there's other things that you can do. Um, the next category is books. So if you read during the day or if you have a book light, you don't necessarily need full-on power. Some books that I would recommend for reading, uh, first is called The Snow Child by Ewan Ivey. The Snow Child is not only appropriate from a seasonal standpoint, but it's a book about an older couple who are trying to make it in harsh Alaska conditions and they don't have children, but they make one day a snow girl. And then the next day the snow girl is not melted, but she seems destroyed. Um, and they just assume that unfortunately animals, you know, wrecked their little snow girl. But then a little girl actually starts showing up um, around their property and throughout the book there's just this idea of well is she the snow girl come to life or was it just a coincidence and there's just a lot of whimsy um and yet it is a very mature book as well but i i highly recommend that one <clears throat> the next two recommendations i have are comic books actually if you're in for a scare, like with Dexter and Criminal Minds, um, and don't mind gore, I'd recommend The Walking Dead comics. If you're a fan of the show, I must say they're very different. The characters are pretty much the same, but it is, I think, much grittier than the show itself. Um, there's a lot that's left out of the show and a lot that was changed, um, but I really like the comics. So I would recommend them, even if you're not a fan of the show, but you like zombies and don't mind gore and stuff like that. I, I would highly recommend the Walking Dead comic books. Um, and those are by Robert Kirkman. Uh, and then the next comic book series I would recommend is called The Olympians by George O'Connor. I recently got into it because of a friend. And it's pretty short. I believe there's only eight or nine issues out right now. And if you like Greek mythology, you know that the Olympians are the gods of Olympus, like Zeus, Poseidon, 
uh, Hera, and so on. I love Greek mythology and I love comics. So this was like a match made in heaven for me. Um, the good thing, too, is that if you listen to the last episode, 17, where I gave resources for productivity and gaining knowledge, one of the big resources I talked quite a bit about was your local library. And I'm happy to say that, at least in my area, the Olympians are available in the library, so you can check them out first. And if you really like them, uh, you can buy them. The last book I would recommend is also one that I recently finished. It's called The Sketchnote Handbook by Mike Rode. If you need to take notes, so say you're a student or maybe you work in a corporate environment and you're in a bunch of meetings, it can get tedious to take down notes and perhaps you never look at them again because they're just jumbled and they look boring. The Sketchnote Handbook really helps you to bring life and character to any notes you may have to take. Again, whether it's for school, for personal, uh, for business, if you're watching webinars to learn about anything, um, <clears throat> this can really help you. And it's helped me. I've since taken a bunch of sketch notes since reading this book earlier in the month. And I have looked back at my notes quite a bit because I just love the little drawings I made in there and illustrations um, and the quirky little sayings that you know, I thought during the presentations that I wrote down. So I highly recommend that. And it's, it's just a nice, fun skill um, to learn if, you know, you're snowed in or not planning on going out. The next theme or category that I have is art. If you have a book light or a flashlight or, you know, if it's still light out, art is a really fun way to keep yourself occupied. Now, <laughs> one thing that I've been... I, I might do this weekend um, since I'll be snowed in. But one fun thing to do is get in touch with your inner child and finger paint. Just get a few paints out um, or even some food coloring and just take out some computer paper and paint. Another thing, if you're looking for something maybe a little more sophisticated, is painting with coffee or tea. Um, though it might, you know, require using a microwave or a gas stove. So you may not be able to do this if you don't have power, but if you do have coffee or tea on hand, it is a lot of fun instead if you don't have paint um, to paint with or stain paper with, and that's just a fun uh, activity to do. The third might be a little more obvious, and that's just draw or sketch with whatever you have, pen, pencil, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, you know, you could draw the landscape you see outside. You can draw stuff in the kitchen. You can draw your meals. Uh, really, the ideas are endless here. The last idea I have for this category, uh, I was introduced to by a friend a couple of years ago, actually, and it's called The Squiggle Game. And this is fun if you have kids or if you're stuck inside with someone and aren't quite sure what else to do. <clears throat> the swivel game is really simple. You just take out any piece of paper that you have. One person draws a squiggle, whatever that means to you. It could be a long line, a short line, um, funny looking line. And then the other person adds to it, trying to make it into something recognizable. Um, and if you want to go back and forth, you know, maybe the next person adds a line and they give it back to you and they add or if you have a group of people, you can just pass it along and people add a few lines 
until a scene or a character uh, is deemed complete. I played this Google game with, you know, a single other person. I've also played it with a group of people, and it's a lot of fun. Um, and it's a really good, um, not time waster, but, you know, time spender, because you are making something, and you're making memories, and uh, I've made everything, you know, my squiggles have become everything from starfish to people to dragons. Um, so it, again, imagination, right, is, is limitless. So there's a lot you can do with the squiggle game. The last category that I have some suggestions for are uh, being a kid. Now, some might say that's not a category, but I totally think it is. So finger painting in the art category could certainly go in the being a kid category, but these are things I remember doing as a kid when the lights would go out or when we were snowed in. So it's a bit of a nostalgia there as well. The first thing, you need to build a fort, right? <laughs> you know, get a flashlight and some pillows and some blankets. I don't care how old you are. Um, if you have kids or not, build a fort, have some fun. The next thing you can do, and this, you know, whether or not you have power, um, you can do this either way, uh, either by turning the lights off or using a flashlight or candles, you make shadow puppets. Um, get creative, you know, go beyond the dog and the bird, see what else you can do. Um, and maybe put on a little show, tell stories with your shadow puppets. The third is pretty low key. Uh, make hot chocolate with tons of marshmallows. Hot chocolate is always fun on a snow day. And while you're at it, why not add a bunch of sweets as well with the marshmallows? The next is tell stories. And I have in parentheses, tell ghost stories. Um, I don't know what it is about fall and winter, but I, they just seem rife with possibility and especially ghost stories. But I guess I am partial um, to being thrilled and scared. The last one is if you are brave enough and don't want to stay inside, you can go play in the snow, make snow angels, um, make a snowman or a snow woman, and who knows, maybe like one of the characters in the snow child, your snow person might come to life. So that's all I've got for you guys this week. Um, have fun, stay safe, um, stay off the roads if you don't need to go on them, and if you do, stay safe. And if you have any ideas that I did not include here, I'm sure there are tons, feel free to reach out using the links in the show notes. And uh, lastly, I should also mention that if you would rather read or, you know, since you've listened, if you want to read about these suggestions that I've given, maybe you want to bookmark it, use it for future use, um, hey, even use it for like a class or something, that's totally fine. Um, I have written a blog post that has all of these points and the link for that's in the show notes as well. So if you like the show, as always, I would be honored if you would give it a rating. Um, that does help my show get in front of more people. So if you have a moment, please rate it. That's in the show notes as well. Thanks again for joining me on this snowy weekend in 2016. And I will see you guys next week.